Welcome to Worker Movement, a podcast dedicated to the working class, a podcast dedicated to raising class consciousness. This podcast is for you, for us, for the worker. The 20th anniversary of 9-11 occurred today, in 2021, the year of our Lord. Every media entity in existence is doing 9-11 anniversary programming, and we're no exception given our vast reach. The for-profit media tends to focus their coverage on personal stories, with an emphasis towards victims who were very young 20 years ago. Asking a child if they were sad on the day a parent died is nothing more than emotional propaganda. It doesn't further anybody's understanding of the events of the day or the ramifications that rippled into the future. For the vast majority of people, the events of 9-11 didn't affect them. It was the events after 9-11 that changed their lives. We talked briefly in our origin story episode about how 9-11 is the seminal event in our political lives. This is an elaboration on that discussion. Where were you on 9-11? I'm not going to tell you where I was, but I'll tell you what I was doing. I want a GPS coordinate. I was... Six decimals. I was at the university, as my foreign friends would say, and uh, at the bookstore, picking up my books. And on the television screens was the news that the first tower was struck by a plane, and there was pretty much just a few fucking weirdos that needed books that day, because it was like, what day was it even on? Like a fucking Monday or something? I think it was September 11th. <laughs> Yeah, yep, yep, I see what you're saying. September 11th, 2001 was on a Tuesday. So I got out of bed, I put on my sweatpants because I was in college, went to the bookstore to pick up my shitty book that I had to get because, you know, ethics or philosophy or math or some shit needed some extra fucking dumb book. That you probably should have gotten like 10 days ago, right? Yeah, I should have not done what I did. So then it it's on the news, CNN or some shit showing it. And I'm still a shitlib, young shitlib at this time because I'm still... In college, not knowing what life is. And I watched the second plane hit the second tower. And that was wild because it was live. And then what they did is they kept showing the replay on the news of it hitting it as if they needed to show people dying over and over again. Because ultimately what they were doing. And they did this for like 40 minutes. Yeah, and then I stood there and I watched it, watched TV until the first one fell. So, like, I was there for, like, two hours, maybe? So you were completely aware that this was a big deal? At that point in time, I was because it, w- it slowly, it started as everybody saying, we don't know why, like, literally, like, like 8 o'clock in the morning, I had to go get books for my 8.30 class or 9 o'clock class. It's so on brand. So you basically watched the plane hit the tower, and then you just watched TV for, like, two hours. Yeah, and I stood there, like, not knowing what to do because a couple things. One... I had my backpack on, put my book in. I hadn't paid for the book yet, so I didn't know what to do. So my back was hurting, and my arms were hurting because I'm hanging out of this book, and I don't know if I should put the fucking book in the backpack. I ultimately put the book in the backpack. I don't know if I paid for it. I hope this story ends with you stealing a book because of 9-11. I'm pretty sure I did steal a book from 9-11, and I think I know what book it is now that I think about it. I won't give away too much. I will say... I was freaked out afterwards because I left. I'm like, oh, I should have paid for the book, but I don't care. It didn't matter to me at that point in time. We can tell you this because the statute of limitations has elapsed. It's over, bitches. So then I didn't know what to do because nobody nobody knew what to do. Were there other people around you? Well, I was standing around in a... The reason why I didn't want to put the book down, I put the book in the backpack and didn't want to leave the line is because there it was in a bookstore with small TVs and I was like up front. 
So I knew that if I had to go pee or go pay for the book, and nobody wanted to check out because everybody's watching the TVs, I would lose my spot in front of the TV. After the first tower fell, and remember the whole boof went down and everybody freaked out? Everybody like freaked out in the bookstore because no one knew what was going on, and they canceled classes. So then I was like, all right, it's time for me to go. But what happened is when I left, I was still in like the common set area, and I was able to watch the second tower collapse and fall. This was pretty much the start of like me not actually understanding what international terrorism was because I did not know anything about the time that they tried to blow up the World Trade Centers the first time. Except for in that Biggie Small song. Now I'm in the limelight because I run tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the World Trade. And then I spent the rest of the day like not knowing what to do or think because that's like it wasn't until like later on in the afternoon that I found out about the Pentagon in Flight 93 and all the other nonsense that was happening. Calling my parents, you know, it, the, the thing is, it's like even though you're thousands of miles away, it's as if like the world is ending. Call my girlfriend. I know it was a big deal for her, too. It was just crazy because you're you're still young and dumb and don't really know what's going on. Like I was old enough to have con- concepts of like death and murder but i wasn't young enough where that was kind of just like a movie and i wasn't old enough to where i had been brainwashed into thinking that i needed to go fly a plane in someone else's building to as for revenge so you didn't go enlist immediately is what you're saying no no but i do remember all the fucking the rotc guys the rotsies they were like marching around campus for like protection or something weird in their head they thought they're being helpful but really it just felt weird because they just were like like marching around campus for like the whole day it was like the most benign militarized response from like a bunch of people your age wearing camo well what i don't understand is like first of all there was a grown-ass man in charge of the rotsies rotc who then made the decision that they should take these these future child murderers and march them around campus and camouflage as if that's going to help something thousands of miles away then the rest of the day i don't even think i played video games i don't even know it was crazy i think everybody was just talking about it because can't like what are you gonna do i'm already on campus what am i gonna do like leave so i think i just stayed around people just talked about it all day but like not anything meaning it was like did you see what happened and we just watched the replay of people dying over and over again remember that dude that jumped out the window or multiple people that jumped out the window because it was on fire i remember watching that like probably a few thousand times because they kept showing it over and Because they kept showing a five-second clip over and over again. It's like the replay of the giant airplane in Afghanistan taking off and people falling from it. And CNN's like, oh, we got to pause it and do the, the circle to let you know where the person's falling and dying from. You see that blip that's falling on the ground? That's a human being that just got murdered. Let's roll it again. We have nothing to fill time. Let's do it again. But that's me. That was my 9-11 day. If you caught it. At the right time, you got to watch the whole thing. But if you didn't, all you got to watch was like selective chunks of what that day was like. When you were when you saw nine eleven happen, how did your day go? So I was younger than you, and I was actually getting ready for gym class. And there was an announcement on the PA system that was something vague. I don't even remember what it was, but it was basically saying that nine eleven was happening or happened. I don't remember if it was an announcement that like the second plane hit or the first tower collapsed or the, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was like, okay, so is this going to interfere with me playing floor hockey? Well, it's weird that you say that nine eleven happened. What, what are they, you don't know what they actually said. Like, did this, what, what did they say? The nation's under attack or was there anything wild like that? Like I have no recollection as to the content of whatever the PA system was. I just know that that's the very first stimulus that alerted me that something had happened. And I totally did not care. And I went and played 
whatever floor hockey and gym class for 45 minutes or an hour or whatever the period length was. And then after that, basically spent the rest of the day at school watching TV. It was either CNN or Fox. And if you turn to any of the channels, like if you went to ESPN, they were playing whatever ABC was showing because it's owned by Disney, same thing. So there was like two channels. You were either watching Fox or you're watching CNN because literally every channel was showing coverage. And in most situations, it was it was the literal exact same coverage because nobody actually knew anything and the media wasn't as polarized as it is today. But I remember sitting in class, 45 minutes watching TV, bell would ring, you'd go to your next class and you'd just settle in and watch the same TV. And we didn't get out of school early, rode the bus home, watched TV. But the only thing I vividly remember from that day is that I drew an American flag in chalk on the driveway. And while I was doing it... How many stars? Oh, I, I did. It was like enormous. It was like 30 feet wide. All right. You drew a big old flag. <laughs> it was huge. And I remember while I was doing this, like a, a chopper flew overhead that was like militarized. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they could see it. Like I was like making a difference. But I distinctly remember the like military presence and the absence of other planes being in the air. You just couldn't hear it. That's a weird feeling. And so like you talked about how you... You vividly remember like watching TV and seeing the towers collapse. I didn't see any of it live. It was all after the fact. Like I was being told what had happened. I, like I don't have any trauma from the day. Like I don't even remember most of it. You talk about trauma, and I was thinking about this in the context of, of what I said earlier about how I got to see it all fall. But I don't know you, but it's 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 I'm so far away from it. I I had no really emotional response because one, it's shocking, and two, I don't have any connections to any of that. So my my very initial thought when they said whatever they said on the, the PA system was that, oh, there's there's no way it could be as severe as it actually ended up being. Because I, I just could not conceptually even guess what had happened. And I thought it was way more local. There's a trade center or a trade tower in pretty much every city. I had no concept that the World Trade Center was a thing in New York and that the World Trade Center was hit in New York. So I thought it was more local immediately, and I thought it was like, oh, well, somebody wasn't paying attention, and it was an accident or something. Well, you say that. That's the first thing that, that was on the media that I remember, because you don't get to see the first one, right? You get to see the amateur footage of, of the first one, the person that was just randomly shooting a video that day. But you get to hear the anchors in the beginning talk about how this could be an accident. Wow, this is one of the biggest accidents that ever happened. Blah 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 blah. Then a second one happened. Like, wow, this isn't this is this can't be a coincidence. What's going on? Because they're watching it on fire, and then you see the second plane hit. That was actually the most shocking to me. Was watching it live, and they're and they're just talking nonsense because it's it's New York media, right? It's oh, it could be this. The FAA is gonna have to investigate this. Blah blah. You know, all the dumb shit that they say. Oh, the firefighters are figure out how to get them out of here, dot, 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 dot. And then you saw the, the second plane hit, and it's like, holy shit, and everybody's freaking out because they know what's going on. And then you stand around watching the same drivel because you don't know what's going on. The, the first responders show up, everybody's running in, people are jumping out of buildings, and it's just nuts. And then it collapsed. You're like, this is crazy. I got to get out of here because it was nuts because the audience was crazy because it was just like being at like a concert or something, right? Everybody's like, ah, what's going on? I mean, everybody on the news is watching it in real time. They have no idea what's happening either. And they're a million miles away, like totally detached, not caring. But like they're seeing this shit in real real time with generally a full understanding of the implications for most of what's happening. Well, the other part is no nation states attacking, right? So they have no idea what who's doing this, right? 
there's no presidential response because he's a moron and still is. The military didn't know what to do either because how it's just like the guerrilla tactics of any war. Like how do you fight? How do you fight eight people that just took out a thousand people? And you don't. Like it's like sixteen people, but I mean still, their death counts like two thousand people, dude, or like more for like twenty five hundred or something. It's pretty wild. So based on just the sequence of events. I think almost certainly the PA announcement in my context was the second plane hitting. Oh, uh, okay. Because like you said, the first plane hitting, nobody saw it live because nobody was paying attention. And then everybody's watching it because the building's on fire and they're speculating what happened. And it's it's unknown. It's you know anywhere from an attack to an accident. I, I, I think with a bias towards it being an accident initially. Well, I don't think anybody wanted to believe that the U.S. was touchable. And that's what it comes down to. Nobody wanted to believe that the U.S. could be attacked on home soil because there's huge implications for that. So then when the second plane hits, it becomes very real that this is not just some some accident, some unintentional planes hitting. It's, oh, it, it's happened twice. Now this is real deal shit. Yep, real deal of Anna Holyfield, dude. That's when I found out, and then I didn't care. And by the time I was done with gym class, everything was over, and I was just a spectator for the rest of the day trying to figure out what the hell happened because... I didn't have a lot of context, and I didn't understand most of it. I can appreciate not having any context because I didn't have any support network really at college besides phone calls. So it's not like you had somebody who was – I didn't go home to my family and let adults talk to me about it. Cause, because, again, I'm in college. I'm still I'm an adult, but I'm not necessarily like a, a much experienced adult at this point in time. So a lot of what I learned was just like I don't know what's going on, and I tried to learn in international stuff, but none of that actually – I didn't learn the ramifications of that day until much, much later. We talked about another podcast that actually radicalized me, which is that the U.S. response was essentially to make the population placated with the idea that we were safe again. Because there's no other reason not, you know, for them to go to do anything besides they had a response. There had to be a response. And the point of us telling you about our backstories on this is to basically establish that we played no part this event in large part, did not affect us on a personal level. Not at all. But everything that happened politically for the next 20 years is a direct ramification of this event that both of us really didn't understand when it was happening. It's the 20th anniversary of 9-11, right? So we've spent probably more of our adult life in the shadows of what used to be the Twin Towers in 9-11 than when we were first growing up. So, like, we have been affected by this nonsense, the interesting thing, though, is that anybody that's now 20 has no idea what's going on. They don't give a shit. They were raised for 10 years under, like, the craziest imperialistic, militaristic, you know, nationalistic nonsense about it. But the last 10 years has been like, why are we still in Afghanistan, guys? Like, I don't think this worked out the way you said it was going to work out. George Bush is a piece of shit. And so is Cheney. And so is Liz Cheney. So is John McCain. The real point of all this is there was about a decade, a lost decade of the 2000s. I mean, yeah, we had Britney Spears, but a lot of it was lost politically because it was all nationalistic nonsense about we got to go shoot brown people who had nothing to do with this attack. You know, we just gave our, our origin story and nobody gives a shit about what we went through. But just know that a lot of what we just talked about is fundamental to like what pivot us left and it takes it takes a lot of time and self-reflection to understand that what you're basically brainwashed to believe is in fact false and we hope that you do the same self-reflection and realize that a lot of the shit that you've learned under capitalism is all bullshit 
For future episodes and to learn more about the worker movement, join us at workermovement.com.